Did you guys know that 93%, I recently heard a statistic that said that 93% of sexual abuse against children is by people that they know. So whether that's family, family friends, teachers, coaches, 93% are from people that they know and trust, okay? So today we're gonna be talking about stranger danger. Now this is a very nuanced conversation. There's a lot of layers, okay? So I'm gonna do my best to break down those layers and basically talk about how do we teach kids about quote unquote stranger danger, right? Because just like I shared with that statistic, it's not always by the danger that we um, want to help prepare our children for, right? Um, the reason why we're even talking about this is because we wanna help our children learn ways to protect themselves in the event that they are in a dangerous situation and of course we don't ever want to like think about this or you know envision this but this is something that we we as parents have to potentially prepare for and prepare our kids for right so that's why we're talking about this but it's layered right because a lot of the times and statistics show this the danger and the um violence against kids is often by people that they know and trust. Okay, so this is a very layered and, uh, and nuanced conversation. So I'm gonna break that down in today's episode. Before I dive in, I just wanna quickly shout out that I have a free discipline workshop. So if right now you are struggling with discipline, if you are struggling with being a positive parent and helping your child want to cooperate and you feel like there is a disconnect in your relationship for whatever reason, definitely check out the free discipline workshop. I share my formula that is based on years of research and working with families just like yours about how do we connect with our child in deeper ways and then enlist more cooperation um, so that you know things get done but we're not yelling and doing all the things that we hate in the meantime. So check out the workshop, themompsychologist.com forward slash workshop. The link will be in the description if you are watching on YouTube. All right, let's dive into this topic. Now, this comes this comes down to teaching our child about boundaries teaching our child about body consent right that nothing can happen to you um, unless you are okay with it sitting jasmine over here i just want to quickly say also that to teach our children that if another adult or a child does not respect our body boundaries that it's not the child's fault it's the person who did not make that good choice and disrespected our body boundaries so again very nuanced conversation for sure this also comes down to um, and also involves a layer of teaching our child how to trust their intuition trust when there's signals going on in their head that says this isn't right this isn't safe I don't like this I feel uncomfortable and then teaching them that they have the permission they really have the duty to protect themselves in those moments and say no and come get somebody who can help them right so this is a ongoing conversation and when we think about teaching about stranger danger now I'm using that word at that term just so everybody knows what I'm talking about but really when we talk with our kids it's gonna be layered and I'll get to that in a second but when it comes to starting these conversations about quote-unquote stranger danger uh, think for 
age four and five. So think preschool age, okay? But before that, if you have a toddler, you can start what I, I love to call planting the seeds, right, of body consent, of boundaries, of trusting ourselves, okay? So those are all things that you can start to model and start to talk about before age four so that when they get, when you guys get to this point, you know, there's some foundation that's been laid. And let me know if you have any questions about that. And maybe that's a video for another topic about <laughs> teaching toddlers about body consent. I think I need, just need to do a separate episode about body consent, body safety, body boundaries, okay? Thumbs up this video if you're watching on YouTube and you're like, yeah, Dr. Jasmine, you need to do that video, okay? Just so I can get a, a sense of <laughs> interest here. But age four, age five is when we is when we start to think about having these conversations. Now, despite what it looks like at home, I want to mention this, right? <laughs> despite what it looks like at home, right? When your child is like, no, I don't want that spinach. No, I don't want to go potty, right? They With us, they have no problem, you know, giving us feedback, right? And I love that for them, right? But despite how it looks like at home, I want you guys to realize that it is incredibly hard for children to say no around people that they may not feel 100% comfortable with, even people they feel 100% comfortable with, right? There's a lot of different reasons why this is so. Um, often there is a power difference, there's an age difference, uh, the desire to please and be accepted by others is strong for all of us right because we are social creatures there's a lot of different reasons why this is so but keep this in mind as we're talking about this you might see your child as a very confident right they can say no and assert themselves but don't negate that it is it is hard right just think about for us you know putting up boundaries with others and saying no it's hard as adults so imagine for a child especially when there's a power differential or there's an age differential it becomes even harder okay so these are things that we want to explicitly talk about with our kids and explicitly role play okay this is very important that we role play these scenarios with our child so that when they get into these situations god forbid right i'll just say if they get into these situations they know what it looks like right and they know that they have our permission right that we want them to do this okay because we've explicitly talked to them about that and we've explicitly role played what it looks like in these situations so i really think that this conversation starts with us and how we show up as parents of course there's boundaries that we have to put in place right of course our child needs us to be a calm and confident leader right but do we allow our child to say no? Do we allow our, our child to warm up to social situations around us? Let's say we're at a playground and they're not feeling uncomfortable. Do we try to push them before they're uncomfortable? Or do we allow them to listen to themselves and trust their intuition and trust the process that they will warm up when they're ready to warm up, right? What does it look like when um, other family members are around our child and they go in for a hug and our child gets tense and resists? Do we give them permission to warm up as they will to, you know, give the family member a wave or a high five or whatever it is that's comfortable for them? Or do we say, oh, no, 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 give them a hug, right? Don't be impolite. Don't be rude. 
okay? Because that's really, really important. We are laying the foundation for teaching our child how to trust themselves in social situations when we can model that, right? When we show up for them, when we advocate for them in a very explicit way, right? I'll give you guys a recent example. We recently went on a family trip to Tahoe with my mom and her boyfriend. And you know, due to COVID and everything going on, we don't often see them. And so my kids, um, you know, hadn't seen them for a while. And um, my youngest, she is three. We were um, at the beach at Lake Tahoe and her papa was like, something about some candy. I didn't see the whole in, in, um, interchange, but I think he wanted to offer her candy or something like that. <laughs> um, and she, I looked over and she said, no, thank you. And then she ran to me and started crying, right? And so in that situation, I knew it was really important for me to reinforce how, one, proud I am of her of saying, no, thank you. <laughs> and advocating for herself and two that it's completely okay to feel uncomfortable and that I'm glad she came to me and you know my mom is wonderful and amazing and she's like yeah I know I was shy as a kid and you guys don't see us often like they totally understood where we where like why this was happening right and she and so my 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 mom could you know um say for my daughter like oh, we totally understand right we get where you're coming from and so it was about me like reinforcing for her how one brave she was how I loved how she used her words and then she came and asked me for help when she didn't feel comfortable that was beautiful I thought that she handled it well despite her crying right despite her distress what I reinforced for her was that she made a good choice right and she did everything that she could right and that's what she needed in that moment and that it was okay for her to cry and feel uncomfortable and that I reinforced her bravery in that moment um, and so you know these things happen all the time right whether we're at a grocery store whether we're at a playground whether they're at school whether we're around family, right? There are instances where our child gets uncomfortable and we can help reinforce that they can trust themselves. Yes, we wanna help them develop social skills. Yes, we want to um, help them learn how to communicate and how to trust others, but we wanna just make sure that we're doing it at their speed and we're not pushing them <laughs> to things that they can't do. Okay, I digress a little bit, but I hope that this was helpful and kind of starting the conversation about quote unquote stranger danger, that it really starts with us, okay? Now, when it comes to talking about this whole idea and this whole topic with our child about stranger danger what I think is important and it's very complicated right because on one end we are teaching our child what a stranger is and the overarching principle I will say this is that our child we what we want to teach our child is that they don't want to go and do something without talking to us first without talking to the quote-unquote trusted adults I'm gonna just say you know I'm, I'm assuming parents are watching this but nannies could be watching this teachers can be watching this as well um, and so you want to define what a stranger is okay and it's somebody 
who your family doesn't know, right? A stranger is is somebody that you're you know unfamiliar with, so you teach them. It's okay to talk to strangers, um, and ideally, though, you're talking to strangers when uh, we're around, right? When an, another trusted adult is around. So what is a trusted adult? Well, a trusted adult is you or other caregivers, family or friends, teachers, daycare staff, uh, whoever is in their life that they're familiar with, that they have a connection or attachment with, those are usually what we consider a trusted adult. Now, again, this is tricky, right? Because as we know, there are trusted adults who aren't to be trusted, if that makes sense, right? Who don't make the best decisions or safe decisions. And so we have to also teach our child the underlying principle, one, that they don't want to talk with a stranger unless uh, a trusted adult is around. And that two, if they ever feel uncomfortable if their body or mind is ever sending them signals that they're not uncomfortable, that this is not safe, to trust that and to go ask for help. Okay, so you wanna clearly define who a trusted adult is. You also wanna talk about what a stranger looks like because there's a misconception, right, that a stranger um, can is only old, an older person or a stranger is only somebody that looks rough and shabby. You want to help them understand a stranger can be anybody that we don't know. They can be old or they can be young. They could be male or they could be female. They could be clean kept or they could be shabby. So you want to kind of start this conversation with your child of, you know, what do you think a stranger looks like? You can ask them, right? And then you clear up some of those misconceptions and you add to the definition of what a stranger is. Then you also want to explain again that no matter what the person says, so often it's, hey, I'm, you know, can you help me find my dog? Or, hey, would you like to go get some candy? Or, hey, I'm lost, can you help me find my way? Whatever it is, right? No matter what a stranger says, that they never should leave without permission, without your permission, right? Without some, a trusted adult's permission, right? I'm thinking if they're at school at a playground or whatever, then, you know, you want to define who that trusted adult is in that situation and that they never want to leave or make any choices without your permission right I don't care what that person says I even teach my daughters I don't care if they say your mommy and daddy said it was okay until you've talked to me girlfriend <laughs> you don't know that okay so always talk to your mommy or your daddy right or again whoever the trusted adult is in that situation um that you want to get the permission now stranger some stranger guidelines again leading into this is that we we're never taking food or candy or whatever i don't care what it is from a stranger we're never going to a, di a different place or a car or what a different area of the park or wherever with a stranger. We're never going off with a stranger to a, a, a different location, again, without permission. Uh, we're never allowing a stranger into our home without permission. We're also, you know, if we're approached by a stranger, we're going to go ask a trusted adult first, 
okay? And if they ask you to go somewhere, you tell them no and you walk away. It's really important to give our child explicit directions, okay? If this happens, right, if a, ch- if a stranger's like, hey, come with me over here or come with me and meet my puppy, you tell them no, I need to go ask my mommy and daddy or just no and you walk away or you run away and you go and get help, okay? Now, it's very, again, this is a layered conversation, right? Because on one end, we don't want to enlist fear in our child, right? That, you know, every stranger is dangerous and not to be trusted, right? But on the other end, and that, you know, the idea that if you do need help, it's okay to go to a stranger. So let's talk about that because, Again, like I said, this whole concept of stranger is layered and it's nuanced. (laughs) Um, And so if they're in immediate danger, if they find themselves in danger, if they don't feel safe, what you can teach them is to go to a mom who has kids. Now, this is controversial. I understand whenever I say this, people are like, but what do you mean not all moms are, are trusted? Or, you know, that doesn't mean men are not to be trusted. I understand, okay? Take it with a grain of salt. If this resonates, it resonates. If it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> but what I, I'll just say what I teach my kids is it's okay to go to, you know, a mom with other kids or a store clerk with a name badge or a security guard with a badge. Now, again, there might not be, you know, if you're at the park, then who is it? There's no store clerk or worker. There's no security guard. So, you know, that's where you have to see, okay, well, who do, who would you turn to? And that's where, you know, you can, again, you can teach your child uh, what you think is best, but these are my just general recommendations. Again, this is complicated. It's nuanced. You can also teach them to scream no or who are you or help or I don't know you or leave me alone right you can teach them to get very vocal and get you know quote-unquote impolite and rude Um, I think it's again important to teach our child this is not the time to be polite right when you don't feel safe you have my permission explicitly to get loud and to say these words, okay? So that you can go to a, a place that's safe or that somebody else can help you in that situation. So again, let them know to be loud, throw their manners out the window. And if they're in, in a store, I mean, if it gets really crazy, you know, they can, <laughs> you know, make basically cause a scene, you know, throw things off the shelf, again, You know your child best, so whatever you teach your child, you know, you'll know best what to teach them. But again, just the overall idea that it's okay to get loud in these situations when you don't feel safe. Again, knowing that for children, even for us as adults, it's really hard to say no to people. It's really hard in these situations to get loud. We often tense up, we often freeze. And so just helping our child understand and and know and trust that they have our permission to do these things in the event that they are in an unsafe situation or they can run the opposite direction of the person. And again, try to identify a trusted adult, whether that's a community helper, a mom with kids, a security guard with a badge or a, you know, a store clerk with a name tag or somebody. Um, Now, the other thing that I want to say, and again, going back to body consent and body safety, 
is also teaching your child in these conversations that even people that we trust, even people that are uh, family members can betray our trust, right? That there's this concept here that, and that you have autonomy, you have control over your body, meaning that nobody can do or say anything to your body, I say do anything to your body or make you do something to their body without your permission, right? And that if you at all, even just a little bit feel uncomfortable, feel uneasy, feel like, ooh, I don't know about this, ooh, I have a stomach ache, Oh, where's my mommy and daddy? If you get any of those inklings to go ask for help, get some, get my feedback first before you make that decision. Um, and again, this goes back to body teaching about body boundaries and consent, which I'm happy to make another episode on if that would be helpful for you guys. Uh, but it's really important. Again, this is nuanced, right? This is not black or white. This is very layered. The other thing that I think is really, really important to teach, especially in this day and age, is that there are strangers online, okay? I think now more than ever, when we think about stranger danger, we really need to be thinking about online safety. How do we teach our child how to navigate online safely? The first thing is to teach them that there are strangers online. There are people online that we don't talk to, right? Um, and teach them that we never give out our personal information, whether that's our name, our phone number, our address to people that we do not know online, right? And that if they ever feel uncomfortable or even they just have a question, that they come to us. Now, this again goes back to what I talked about earlier though, that we have to be sure that in the day-to-day, you know, with our children, that we are planting those seeds of connection. We are planting those seeds that of openness and you can come to me when you have a problem, right? How do we handle when they make a mistake? How do we handle when they don't make a good choice, okay? Because if we are more likely to penalize them, to punish them, to yell at them, to criticize them, well, guess what? We're making it less likely that when they make another mistake or they have another question or they feel like, oh, they're going to be like, oh, I don't want to get in trouble. (laughs) I don't want to get in trouble. I don't think I did this right. Let me just be quiet, right? Let me not, let me not turn to anybody for help because I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. So we don't want that. So again, this this is a day-to-day thing, right? How are we planting the seeds of connection and openness and just overall a relationship with our child? And how do we show up when they make a mess on the floor? As silly as that might seem, how do we show up when they draw on the walls? How do we show up when they hit their sister or brother or whoever, right? How do we show up in those moments and teach and do and give grace basically and if you're struggling with that again check out my free discipline workshop because i walk you through those things in a much in much more in depth than i can cover right now but it's really really important okay and that helps us when we think about preparing our child for unsafe or tricky situations if you will and then also keep electronics and community spaces okay Nobody should be on the computer, on their tablet or whatever, on a screen 
you know, by themselves, okay? Especially, especially if you have a little one, right? Everything needs to be out and open in the community spaces, <laughs> if you will, okay? Now, of course, as they get older, I'm thinking preteen, teenagers, of course, privacy is more and more important. Trust is more and more important. But I'm thinking about if you have a toddler, preschooler, school-aged child, everything needs to happen out in the open in the community spaces so that you can observe, so that you can supervise, and that when those moments come, you can teach, right? Not penalize, not punish, but teach and talk about and you know, <laughs> address, if you will. So I hope that this uh, episode was helpful. I know that I covered a lot, but I hope that it was helpful in sort of giving you some ideas of how to talk about quote unquote, stranger danger with your child. Um, and remembering it starts with us. It starts and ends with us and our relationship with them. And this is ongoing work, okay? so. Please don't think if you role play one time, you talk with them one time that it's over. Look for opportunities in your day-to-day -day life to talk about it. Of course, you don't wanna be talking about it every day, right? <laughs> but you know, you watch a, um, a video or an episode or a TV show or a, read a book that kind of talks about this or just even trusting our body, trusting ourselves, saying no, all these kind of overall arching themes. Look for moments in your everyday life to plant those seeds, to open that conversation and to talk about it with your child. Um, knowing that you are, you know, overall helping uh, them learn these really, really important skills. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, let me know if you have any questions down in the comment section below. Um, and again, thank you so much for watching or listening. Um, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.